Blog Talk Radio. To the people and the Gentiles, Tommy Hart, the one the authorized version ascribes the name Lord God is real, appears among us with great news. A former preacher of the church and author of the book of the law of God, all things the demonstrated power of God, Lord God would like to share what he has discovered during what is now a 39-year study of the authorized version Bible also known as the King James Bible, coming from the Vatican. He comes to show Bible truths that have been hidden throughout Bible content. Lord God is real, decrypts all things kept silent and in secret inside the pages of the AVB, a.k.a. the KJV, all with a level-headed, easy-to-follow analysis unlike any other. His Excellency logically restructures the AVB's confusing text and separates the subject matter into two categories, truth and fiction. He also defines with clarity what is meant by the terms LORD, in all caps, CHRIST, GOD, many other titles, and who claims them now in this day. His Majesty concludes, the authorized version Bible, written in the year 1611, is primarily a law book, a history book, a legal document, and the first law between the Pope of Rome, the Papacy, and the Gentiles. In other words, those who are classified as white people. Knowing the AVB, written during the conquest of Africa, Lord God exposes the many laws of the Bible from Genesis to Revelations, which include the law of Passover, the law of God, and the law of the curse carried out on African black people worldwide. It is established the Vatican is a governmental body institution hiding in plain view under the cloak of religion. Lord God is here because the Vatican called for him in the pages of the AVB. So without further ado, it is with great enthusiasm I bring before you the host of the show. Please join me in a warm round of applause. The magnificent Lord God Israel. I will start with the statement set down in Philippians chapter 4, verse 11. The statement reads, I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. The question is, should you as Israelites, and I'm speaking to the Israelites, should you be content with your state. Well, let me say this. What is your state, Israelites? I have told you before, uh, listen at this, at the Lord's coming, 
the Israelites, you were found to be in of, well, let me say it like this. You were found to be captives in a state of dispossession, disinheritance, um, displacement, degradation, debasement, disunity, deception, deprivation, uh, disbursement, that's your state that the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart, your Lord and God, found you to be in. And the question is, again, should you be content, Israelites, with your state? Should you, as captives, be content? I say no. Content as a captive, you may be disguised by the Gentiles to look like free citizens. But you are captives. You are not your ancestors. Let's put it this way. Your ancestors uh, at some point were invaded by alien forces. Uh, these aliens are known as Gentiles, alias white people. They invaded the land of your fathers, your ancestors. But I'll get to that. I'll get to that in a moment. And you know, those that those uh, Hebrews and Israelites that they did not kill, the uh, armies of the Gentiles led off into captivity in the lands of the Gentiles. So, Israelites, should you, as descendants of those Israelites and Hebrews who were first taken into captivity by the Gentiles, you are their descendants, should you be and you are found to be captives, you are in lands that do not belong to you, you are in the lands of your enemies, should you be content. Again, I say no. You may say, but the Bible says, I have learned in whatsoever state I am, there was to be content. I remind you, every statement that is in the AVB, Authorized Version Bible, commonly called King James, is not correct, is not true. And that's designed deliberately by the authors, the writers. Okay? They give you tests. They teach on a thing, and then they will test this statement. It's one such statement. 
listening to you as uh, let me move on. Let me say this. Listen to this. You Israelites have been disinherited. You should have a desire to be in your own land as a people. That should be your desire. Because you are not in your own land. You were taken away by your through your ancestors. You were taken away uh, from your own land by the invading forces of the Gentiles. You should have a desire to be in your own land as you were before. And be there as a people. Listen. You are scattered about. You should have a desire to be united as a people, Israelites. Those of you that are scattered abroad, you should have a desire to be united as a people. The enemies disinherited you, the enemies scattered you about, you are deprived of your independence by the enemies, the Gentiles. You should desire your independence as a people. Those things that I just read off should be your desire. You should have a desire to be restored to a state as you were before the invading forces appeared. So, Again, the statement in Philippians 4.11, I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. I find that statement to be unacceptable. Unacceptable. You should not be content being a captive. You should not be content being disinherited. You should not be intent being displaced. You should not be intent, uh, content that is, uh, being degraded. You should not be content being debased. Because remember, this is these things I'm saying now. This is your state. You should not be content being dis. Uh, United, you should not be content being deceived as you are and have been by your enemies. You should not be content being in the state of deprivation. You should not be content being in a state of disbursement. So, again, before the Philippians 4.11 statement is to be rejected.
models, the, um, I've done that, and it hasn't been that long ago. I spoke to you with regard to the models. That statement is unacceptable as a model uh, for you, Israelites. Don't worry about the others. For other people, it may be acceptable. But for you as Israelites, being in the state you are in, that statement is unacceptable and is to be rejected. Let's move on. Uh, What is the thing that raised the issue of slavery? As in the Gentiles' enslavement of the Lord's people, called by some black people, but we know, according to the Israelites' Book of Faith and Book of Records, that their proper name is uh, Israelites, the people of the Lord. All the Hebrews are the people of the Lord, okay? People belonging to the Lord God, Tommy Elhart. But the Israelites are closer being uh, blood-related, okay, to the Lord. Was slavery an arbitrary thing, or is there more to this issue of slavery? What is the thing that raised the issue of slavery as in the Gentiles' enslavement of the Lord's people? Is there more? Let's see. The Gentiles, listen to this. Uh, The Gentiles, alias white people, moved by a combination of envy, hatred, and malice, came together, conspired to take out the Lord and take down the people belonging to the Lord by capturing, dispossessing, disinheriting, displacing, degrading, debasing, disuniting, deceiving, dispersing, depriving, and holding them in captivity in perpetuity. Talking about the issue of slavery. Now, that's a very important statement that I just read. Okay? The motivation for the Gentiles enslaving uh, the people of the Lord. I gave to you, I read to you their objective. Let me read that statement again because it is very important. 
and very good for your understanding. The Gentiles, moved by a combination of envy, hatred, and malice, came together and conspired to take out the Lord. This is way back before the Gentile invasion. They had to plan first. Well, first they had to have the desire, and then they had to make plans. Okay? Remember, one of the questions is, was the Gentiles' enslavement of black people an arbitrary thing? Or was it something else? Was there more to it? Uh, the Gentiles, moved by a combination of envy, hatred, and malice, came together and conspired to take out the Lord. Listen to it. They conspired to take out the Lord, the living Lord, okay, back then. They conspired to take out the Lord and take down the Lord's people by capturing, dispossessing. This is how uh, the plan of taking down the Lord's people, by capturing, dispossessing, disinheriting, displacing, degrading, debasing, disuniting, deceiving, dispersing, depriving, and holding them in captivity and per in perpetuity. Uh, the dole, which I just read, is a clarification of Revelation 11, verse 7, which says, Make war against them, overcome them, and kill them. Who is the them? The them is the Hebrews, Israelites included, because Israelites are Hebrews, but all Hebrews may not be Israelites. Did you, did you get that? Okay. We've seen some very important things, how this issue of slavery came about. Okay. The Gentiles made war against the Hebrews and overcame them. Now, this statement of the Gentiles making war against the Hebrews, overcoming them and killing them, is the marching orders for the forces of the Gentiles. All right? This, these things came down from the governments as one the governments of the Gentiles. Get the picture? They decided to combine their armies. Well, I read the uh, the uh, goal there and the motivation of the Gentiles. I read it. read it twice. You can always come back and listen to this episode again to get the understanding. The understanding is there. All you have to do is become familiar with the understanding that I'm giving. I'm giving understanding. You don't have to search for it. Okay, now. Uh, so 
the Gentile armies received their marching orders that came down from the conspirators. All right? The Gentiles, moved by a combination of envy, hatred, and malice, came together and conspired. Conspired to do what? To uh, take out the Lord and take down his people. Uh, Zechariah chapter 13, verse 7, gives a concise articulation of the goal which I just read earlier. It says, listen, smite the shepherd and the sheep shall be scattered. I submit to you, Israelites, that is exactly what the Gentiles did. The armed forces of the Gentiles smote the shepherd. Who is this shepherd? The shepherd is the Lord God, who was living among his people in their own land. They were an independent people. Yet the Gentiles, what, conspired against them to take out the Lord. Now, the Lord was a man. The Lord, the Lord God was a man. Ruler of the Hebrews and Israelites. And remember, all Israelites are Hebrews, but all Hebrews are not Israelites. Now, moving on. So we have the Gentiles marching orders. Revelation, set down in Revelation 11, verse 7. And we have the... Uh, Articulation of the Gentiles' goal set down in Zechariah thirteen eleven, which which they fulfilled. The Gentiles fulfilled. They smote the shepherd, the Lord God, and goes on to say, "And the sheep shall be scattered, and they scattered the sheep, the people of the Lord." Isn't that something that's true? And the Israelites are still scattered to this day. And before the coming of the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart, listen, uh, the Israelites had been without their God. And I just showed you how that came about. The Israelites being without their God. But now, their God has returned. The living God, whose name is Tommy L. Hart. The living God, says the AVB authorized version Bible. Okay? The man, Tommy L. Hart, has done the things the AVB attributes to the Lord God performs the work belonging to the Lord God is God. That's the principle. The man, Tommy L. Hart, has done the work the AVB ascribes to the Bible's Lord God. And when I speak of the Lord God, 
I'm speaking of the, the Bibles, Lord God, the AVBs, Lord God, not, Lord God, what you may imagine or think to be. I'm speaking about the Bible, the Bibles, Lord God. The Bibles, Lord God, is a man. He was a man a long time ago before the Gentiles took him out, and he is a man now on his return. We can say that because the Lord God was here a long time ago. Who the Gentiles took out. Remember, that was, the, that was their goal, to take out the Lord and to do these other things I, I, I gave to you uh, against his people. Scattering, dispossessing, disinheriting, debasing, deceiving, so, etc. Getting an understanding of how the issue of slavery came about. Let me move on. They smote the shepherd, the Gentile forces, and the Gentiles scattered the sheep, the people belonging to the Lord. While conspiring, the question regarding the captives and their keepers came up. Listen, we're getting in, into it. Why conspiring? The question regarding the captives and their keepers came up. Like, who would be responsible for the captives? Where would the captives be kept? Would they be kept in a prison? Or what? Who would keep them? Would they be in prison houses uh, kept by the government, government officials, the policemen and all? Or what? Where would they be kept? The conspirators came up with the idea of shared responsibility. Listen. They, they, they uh, came up with shared responsibility. The citizenry would share the responsibility of keeping the captives. That's a very important point. The citizenry would be responsible. Uh, they would share the responsibility of keeping the captives. Each household, each household would have its share of captives that they could, you know, maintain and provide for and all like that. Uh, each house. Each household would have its captive uh, quarters or slave quarters or uh, servant quarters. The captives were actually under arrest and held in custody by the citizenry. The Gentiles made that a law. It was also agreed upon by the conspirators that the citizenry would by law they would, by law, the citizens would, by law, be required to work uh, the captives under duress. The captives, it was determined that the captives would perform slave labor. The captives were required to work under duress. They were required to perform slave labor. So you see how the question of slavery 
the issue of slavery came about. It was not a, well, don't let me get ahead of myself. Let me go according to my outline. So, what do we see here? As the, conspir- as the conspirators, as the conspirators conferred and devised, the issue of slavery arose. I've uh, already given you the goal, taking out the Lord, the Lord God, and uh, taking down his people, etc. Now, and in the process of uh, forming goals and what all they would do, disinherit, dispossess the captives, the question of slavery came up. Understanding is very good. And this understanding is recorded in the Bible. It is recorded in the Israelites' book of records. The issue of slavery is set in the context of a Gentile conspiracy to take out the living God and take down his people, the Hebrews, Israelites included, by capturing, dispossessing, disinheriting, displacing, degrading, debasing, uh, disuniting, deceiving, dispersing, uh, depriving, and holding them, the captives, in captivity in perpetuity. The Gentile forces... Uh, carried out their marching orders. They made war against the uh, Lord and his people. They overcame them, and they killed them. They achieved the goal of smiting the shepherd and scattering the the sheep. You got that? Now, let's see here. The word kill here, as used in the Revelation, uh, in the statement I brought forth, the word kill means to deprive of life in any manner, cause the death of, slay. It means to destroy. Okay? And in the cows carrying out their marching orders, the armed forces of the Gentiles, and the uh, people uh, doing what their part in bringing about the goal, uh, they destroyed the Israelites. When you have a people who are found to be uh, let's see here. Dispossessed, disinherited, displaced, degraded, debased, disunited, deceived, deprived, dispersed, and in captivity, you have a people who have been destroyed. Okay? You have a people who have been destroyed. So the issue of slavery, number one, it was not 
a primary goal. This is all about understanding the matter. Slavery was bad. Well, the Gentiles disuniting uh, the Israelites was bad as well. The Israelites uh, uh, dispossessing the Gentiles dispossessing the Israelites, that was bad. The Gentiles debasing the Israelites, that was bad. The Gentiles degrading the Israelites, that was bad. The Gentiles depriving the Israelites, that was bad. Okay? The, uh, understanding does not make slavery any better nor any worse. But we're getting an understanding is how does the issue of slavery come about? That's what this episode is about. Okay. Now, so, one, slavery was not a primary goal. Two, slavery was a support mechanism. The Gentiles supported their governments in the matter by what? By by housing the captives. They didn't build jailhouses big enough to keep all those people. The citizens, the citizenry, uh, took the responsibility of providing shelter, etc. Moving on. So slavery was not a primary goal of the Gentiles. Slavery was a support mechanism. Its role was that of support, supporting their government. You know, like the government of uh, the U.K., England, the government of the U.S.A. when they came about, the government of, uh, you know, France, etc. Because they were all... All the Gentiles were in on this conspiracy. They were partners in this conspiracy. They are co-conspirators. All the Gentiles became co-conspirators. All right, so slavery was not a primary goal. Slavery slavery was a support mechanism. Uh, three, it aided the Gentiles' governments in the achievement of their primary objective, that of taking out the Lord and taking down his people. For the Gentiles, slavery was a matter of state. It was a matter of the highest uh, excellence of Gentile government. So, the issue of slavery was not arbitrary. It was set down by law. And we saw how it came about during the Gentiles' deliberations and uh, devising, etc., cetera, uh, making plans as to what they would do with the Lord and his people who they despised, okay? Remember? Moved by a, the Gentiles were moved by a combination of envy, hatred, and malice. They they came together and conspired against the Lord and His people.
what have I done? That question is asked in the Bible. It asks me, what hast thou done? Thou done. What I have done is I have contextualized the issue of slavery uh, in regard to the Gentiles' enslavement of the Lord and his people. Well, they killed the Lord, the Gentiles' enslavement of the people belonging to the Lord. They took out the Lord, remember? And there's a statement that says, uh, I have it written down, but I'm not going to look, look for it here, that says this in the AVB. This is the heir. Come, let us kill him. So in their killing, in their taking out the Lord, they sought also to take out the Lord's heirs. Okay. Now, I have contextualized the issue of slavery with regard to the Gentiles' enslavement of the Lord and his people. I have contextualized the Gentiles' enslavement of the people belonging to the Lord. Take down means to remove from a higher level to a lower level. Uh, the Gentiles removed the true and living God. Uh, and that statement that says, uh, this is the heir, come let us kill him, that's set down in Luke, uh, looks like Luke chapter 20, verse 14. The Gentiles played God over the people of the Lord God. The Gentiles continue to play God over the people of the Lord God. Uh, and as for the people of the Lord, they have no clue as to what has indeed happened and what continues to go on now. But they are beginning to find out what happened and realize what happened through the work of the Lord their God, Tommy L. Hart. Okay, now, finally, yes, slavery as a support mechanism is over. It is ended. But consider the other things, the issue of dispossession, that of disinheritance, that of displacement and debasement, and so on. Those, ten, those issues I called off earlier remain. They have not gone away, Israelites. They are yet with you. Israelites, you are still uh, dispossessed. You have no homeland that you know of. You are still disinherited. For the Gentiles, those ten issues which I called off earlier uh, were objectives which they did fulfill. But for those scattered abroad, those ten issues are problems. Problems which remain. And it's as though uh, the Israelites have swept those problems under the carpet. But the Israelites should face their problems. Okay? But for those scattered abroad, those ten issues are problems. Problems which remain. 
Israelites, finally, with the Lord your God, there is help. That is why you are commanded to turn to the Lord your God, time in your heart, maker of all things. My beloved people, your Lord, Tommy O'Hart, has done so much for you already. Don't be a hero only. Turn to him and do it now. Turn to the Lord God, that is. Obey the word of the Lord your God, Tommy O'Hart. And remember that Remember that Philippians 4.11 statement I showed you? It is not, accept, it is not an acceptable model. It is to be refused and rejected. Visit me on Twitter at hashtag Tommy L. Hart. Remember to make Lawmaster Archives your dwelling place. And join me next time.